Greetings, everyone. This is the FLN Podcast. This recording is being done on Thursday, March 9th, 2023. And I've always wondered how come podcast episodes don't actually give the date that it was originally recorded. But I guess we're still learning about all of these exciting things. Well, on this energetic podcast, we give experienced attorneys and professionals a tremendous opportunity to build and develop valuable connections on a long-term basis. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening to the FLN podcast, it is great to have you with us. And if you are a returning listener, it is great to have you back as we get ready for some great discussions today about networking for attorneys, reaching your goals, reaching your objectives, networking and captivating with attorneys and professionals. And remember, one of our mantras and real core values in FLN is for them to be experienced, qualified, and seasoned attorneys and professionals in the organization. On this podcast, we discuss how to network, when to network, why to network, and the best strategies and techniques to make the most of your networking experiences. We tell you a lot about what it is that we do here at FLN, and we also give you some great tips, ideas, and strategies on how you can improve your networking and business development opportunities. So make no mistake about it. Networking in your personal and professional career will make a huge difference in the goals and objectives you achieve and the outcomes you experience. This is an undeniable truth. No matter how technology gets, no matter how many friends and colleagues and so on you have on LinkedIn, Facebook, or whatnot, it is critical, it is important, it is vital to consistently and routinely be able to connect with people on a routine and regular basis, as that will undoubtedly make a huge difference. And on this particular podcast, we explore lots of great opportunities, concepts, and ideas on the best strategies and techniques to make the most of your networking and business development opportunities. So again, thank you for tuning in. It is great to have you here with us. And if you have not listened to the podcast before, the rumors around town are true. My name is still Mo Ildiri, and I am the proud host of this very exciting and rapidly growing podcast show. I'm happy to report that we are now launching new episodes, or as the newer generation will say, we are dropping a new FLN podcast every Friday at 10 a.m. And it is very exciting to report that our listening community is rapidly growing. So thank you to everybody out there that has been listening. In fact, our metrics tell us that in the last 30 days, we have tripled the number of listeners of the FLN podcast. Yes, I will pause for a second to let that sink in. Basically, we went from two listeners to six. So we are rapidly increasing every day as we have tripled our original numbers. So I joke and I jest, but I'm happy to report that actually after we launched only the first three episodes, we already had a few hundred listeners. 
and that took a few months to develop and to cultivate. And then I'm very happy to report that in the last 30 days, the number of those listeners and downloaded episodes has tripled. So that is very exciting and encouraging, especially when our goal and objective is to create this content, put it out there in the community, let them know a little bit more about FLN and networking ideas and strategies that you can help and implement anywhere really that you can listen to this particular podcast. So by way of additional introduction, I have been a proud member of the Florida Bar since 1997, and it was back in 2010 when I embarked on this wild, crazy, ambitious idea of creating this organization known as the Florida Lawyers Network. As you've heard me say in the past on prior episodes, the FLN is designed to be an outstanding network of highly skilled and well-qualified attorneys in each area of practice throughout Florida and someday beyond. As you will learn throughout listening to this podcast and many of the other episodes, I am very passionate about providing value and benefit to the legal community because I firmly, truly, honestly, and sincerely believe and know that when attorneys get better, when we collaborate, when we improve, the clients we serve get better. When the clients we serve get better and the problems and challenges that they come to get better, then their lives, personal, professional, business-wise, are dramatically improved. So every time we can make a contribution to the legal community to improve it, the legal community gets better, the clients they represent get better, and hopefully and ultimately the problems and challenges that people come to for attorneys will hopefully emphatically and importantly get better throughout the time that we do all this. So I must say that I have realized many times throughout my career that being connected with experienced attorneys and professional makes us all better. As I just mentioned, when we learn, when we grow, when we improve, I can comfortably and confidently say that we have an obligation to the clients that we serve to constantly and continuously get better. It's not just about collecting and reporting on the CLEs that we get. Many times we are obligated in our profession to collect and report the CLEs to keep your license in place. But we have to go a little bit deeper and more substantive on that because it's actually about getting better personally and professionally so that each and every year that we're representing clients out there in the community, that we are doing a better job than we did before. Otherwise, we're really kind of leaving a lot of opportunities to improve on all levels, both personally and professionally. Okay, let's dive right into today's episode. And today's episode agenda is as follows. We're going to start with a motivational minute. And then we're going to go right into the message of the day. Today's topic is on a concept known as developing a burning desire and how to achieve certain objectives and goals when you implement certain steps. We're going to go right into an FLN story. A real quick one about some things from the beginning. 
It's about a topic that we're going to have to elaborate on in future episodes, but this will kind of give you a preview on a little bit of that into the future. We'll give you a quick networking tip that I promise you will be undoubtedly very valuable to the listeners and the people that implement it. We'll have a few quick announcements out there, and then finally we'll close out with a message that is always designed to inspire, motivate, and captivate you before you leave this particular episode. So also very important announcement. We are now accepting nominations for the official theme song of the FLN podcast. So if you or anybody out there are musically inclined and you would like to submit a proposed theme song for the FLN podcast, by all means, we encourage you to reach out to us at FLN at FloridaLawyersNetwork.com. Send us your thoughts, ideas, and or recommendation for the official theme song, and maybe we'll get a chance to use it. Uh, I can tell you we were going to use the theme song from Law & Order at one point, and of course I jest, and we were going to implement the countdown after using the theme song in each one of the episodes to see how many days it would take before we received a cease and desist letters from the people at the NBC networks and Law and & Order and whoever else might own that. So by way of quick cursory information, it's important to know that you can't actually use anybody else's music as your own for purposes of making profit. So today's Motivational Minute we're going to go right into is a really exciting and interesting one. This Motivational Minute comes to us from a quote from Will Rogers, and he says, people are now getting smarter. They are actually letting lawyers, instead of their own conscience, be their guide. And that really is a great message because even as attorneys, we have a tendency to let anybody and everybody know that we've got this covered. We know what it is that we need to know. But even in the law, there are so many nuances, so many niches, so many different areas of practice that it's always important to confer and connect with the experienced attorneys and professionals in a particular area of practice so that we as attorneys can definitely get better and be able to spot issues in our respective areas of practice. And also it gives us an opportunity to connect with that person as a trusted and reliable resource. For people that are clients, we definitely encourage you to confer with an attorney, get some consultation, get some advice. It's always better to know what it is that you're getting into and how you can get out of certain things because oftentimes what we have found is a lot of consumers really don't know what they don't know. And that means they don't know exactly what questions they need to ask and whether they feel they can find some valuable content information about these topics on the internet. I promise you oftentimes they're not inputting the proper questions or queries in order for the Google and or the latest AI chat GBT to give you the answers for you're looking for. All right. So that gives us an opportunity to go right into today's FLN message of the day. And today also, we are going to be taking an excerpt right back from the Think and Grow Rich book by Napoleon Hill. And the main reason that we're going back to do that is because a lot of the episodes that we will be featuring will have to do with things that I'm currently experiencing or going through in a particular course or objective or any of that stuff. So today's message of the day is titled, 
desire, the starting point of all achievement. And we talk about that this is the first step toward achieving your goals. So we'll let that sink in for a second. Desire is the first step to achieving your goals and objectives. So when you give that some thought, think about anything meaningful that you have achieved in your life and you will quickly realize that the underlying tone and element was this amazing and extraordinary, powerful desire that you had to achieve the intended result. Just give that some thought. Think back on anything that you have achieved with significance and substance in your personal and or professional career. And you will quickly realize that that underlying element was that powerful desire to achieve the intended outcome or result. The result was basically going to occur. And your job was to take the necessary steps and actions to make it. It was not ambivalent. It was not lukewarm. It was not wishy-washy. It was a true, hot, burning desire to achieve a particular goal and or objective. In Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he goes on to identify six definite and practical steps that must be taken to ensure any objective or outcome that you desire to achieve. So I highlighted and bold and capitalized the words must be taken because in the discovery and the research that Napoleon Hill did for the presentation of this book and the material, he had been studying, you know, countless years with hundreds of people that he had actually extracted much of this information from. And that's how come he can present with definite and authority on these practical steps that must be taken. It does not say should be taken, kind of a good idea to be taken. Maybe you would like to take them if you would absolutely like to maybe, maybe achieve something. This really is powerful. It is profound. It is definitive. And it is also very practical. So step number one. Fix in your mind the exact details of what you would like to achieve. That's the first and foremost step. Fix in your mind the exact details of what you'd like to achieve. You have to be specific. Saying that you would like to grow your business or run faster, swim faster, or lose some weight is way too general and not specific. Oftentimes I'll run into attorneys looking to build their business and they say, well, we could just use more clients. Well, you got to be more specific. We could just use more revenue. Well, again, you got to be more specific. We could just use more great people. Again, you got to be specific. I know it may seem basic. It may seem ordinary. It may seem so rudimentary but you have to be specific. And when you say you're going to add a staff person or you're going to add anything that's going to improve your particular business or whatever goal you're looking to achieve, you got to be specific. Next, when you determine what it is that you would like to achieve, you have to determine exactly what you intend to give in return for achieving this objective. There is no such thing as something for nothing. I know this seems rather obvious, but you have to literally determine exactly 
what you intend to do, give, act upon in returning for a particular, for achieving this particular objective or goal in this process. The third step here is to establish a definitive date on which you intend to achieve this goal or objective. Many times we've heard the difference between a goal and a dream is that there is a definitive date upon which you intend to achieve this goal or objective. A really good strategy on that is to reward yourself when you achieve the goal by a particular date or better yet, Really give yourself a penalty if you don't achieve the particular goal or objectives. So keep that in mind when you're establishing dates so that the date doesn't just keep moving around and then your goal gets a little bit more wishy-washy and not really definitive in what you're looking to accomplish. Step number four, you want to be able to create a written plan for the actions and steps that you must take to achieve this goal and or the objective. And the author goes on to say you must begin at once. So when you create that written plan, don't just keep looking at it and studying it and revising it until it's absolutely perfect. You must begin working on that plan at once. Whether it's great or not, just start working on it. Whether you are ready to do it or not, you got to do it. Don't delay. Time is of the essence, as we like to say in much of the legal community. You want to be able to write out a clear, concise statement of what your specific goal or objective that you wish to achieve. You've got to identify the date upon which you will achieve it, and you've got to identify in writing what you will give in return that clearly describes the plan you intend to take to ensure it happens. So before we go on to the sixth and final step, I really want to take an opportunity to kind of go over this one again, because this is critical. This written statement, concise of your specific goal or objective that you wish to achieve by identifying the date and the actions and the steps that you will take to give and ensure that you're going to achieve that goal or objective. And then you must clearly describe the plan that you intend to take to ensure this goal or objective transpires and takes place. Finally, the sixth step in this process, which I personally find to be the most challenging, and you'll hear why in a second. So the sixth step in really developing this burning desire to achieve any particular goal or objective is to read your written statement that you created in step five aloud. Aloud, not to yourself, aloud, twice daily. Okay, so this is the part that really challenges me, and I'm sure many listeners as well, as to, okay, well, listen, I, I can probably do steps one, two, three, four, and five, but when you get to step six, I mean, it seems rather basic. Do I really have to do this? Seems kind of ridiculous that I'm going to read your written statement aloud twice daily. He goes on to say, check this out. You've got to read this statement once before going to bed and once when you arise in the morning. Think about that for a second as to how powerful that concept is. You're going to take that statement of that goal or objective that you have created, that concise, specific goal as to what it is that you want to accomplish with your date in mind and the intended actions you're going to take, and you're now going to read it 
just before going to bed, reading it aloud, mind you, just before going to bed. Undoubtedly, the last thought you have before going to bed, if that's one of those thoughts, you are undoubtedly going to be thinking about it, ruminating and contemplating exactly what it is that you just read as it continues to surface in your conscious and subconscious as it materializes. Then again, as soon as you wake up in the morning, you're going to read the statement again. You're going to actually have it cemented in your brain that this is your particular objective, your goal, and you will take nothing short of its total and complete achievement. So that is truly powerful, truly effective, truly extraordinary. And I challenge myself and you, the listening audience out there, to really think about this. I mean, are you willing to do two or three steps, maybe four steps, maybe five steps? But, you know, this final step of reading the written statement aloud really is a huge challenge. And and I know it sounds easy. I know it sounds practical. I know it really sounds straightforward. But if you really take these steps and you finally get to this one and you're reading this statement aloud twice daily, my goodness, the results you can achieve will be astronomical off the charts. I promise you the people that know that are around you regularly will not truly appreciate how extraordinary the abilities and the effects that you have been able to receive. He goes on to say that as you read this powerful statement twice daily aloud, once before bed and after you arise in the morning, you must visualize that you have already obtained and received the result or objective. I know sometimes visualization can trick you into thinking you already have it, but I promise you just visualize it, have it materialize, make sure you stay focused and intent on achieving that particular objective, and it can definitely come to fruition. Ultimately, you want to leave no room for doubt or uncertainty. And this final step, I promise you, is definitely the most challenging because if nothing else, you've got to be able to find the diligent, consistent ability to do that on a regular basis to achieve this particular process. So as Napoleon Hill wraps up this particular section of the book, He says that it's critical to follow through with every single step in the process. And of course, just like we emphasized here several times, especially step six, twice daily. And here's the thing. If you truly have that burning desire to achieve this intended goal and or objective, it will undoubtedly materialize upon the implementation of these steps. So it is practical. It is not overburdensome or overbearing in any way, but it does require discipline. It does require a diligent effort, and it does require creating that habit of step six, which is reading it aloud twice per day. Okay, so that FLN lesson of the day that we just covered on the burning desire from the Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill dovetails nicely into the FLN story that occurred at the beginning. Now, we're not going to get a chance to dive too deep into this original or this archive story, I guess, because it's one of the stories of what was really transpiring and happening when FLN started back in 2010. 
And in fact, the story actually begins as early as January of 2008. And it was at that time where my wife and I had just celebrated our fourth wonderful, beautiful child. We're very happy to say we have beautiful kids, two girls, two boys, and it is a perfect tennis match out there, despite the fact that none of them actually play tennis at this time. But what was important about that is that in the early parts of 2008, as you can imagine, I really started to hyperventilate and get very concerned about this growing family and lots of the financial resources and responsibilities that one was going to have. And I began to develop this idea of we really got to improve our website. We really have to improve our marketing. We really have to really dive deep into getting a better foundation for what it is that we need to create. So at the outset, back in 2008, I will share with you that has never been shared before that much of this story really began in 2008 when I started building and developing a lawyer's directory. And at the time it was called findfloridalawyer.com. In fact, I don't even know if there was an S on the end of that or not, but it was basically designed to be a directory so that attorneys would be able to put in their profile and you could use this directory to find the attorneys by their areas of practice, number of years in practice, their regional location. It really had a nice map and so on. And it was the beginning of this particular concept. Well, I guess like many worthwhile objectives, that project, we really learned a lot. And we learned a lot of things of what not to do. I learned how challenging it can definitely be to get lots of attorneys to buy into a particular concept. It can definitely be very challenging to get any project up and off the ground with limited time, energy, and resources. So originally the idea back in 2008 when this whole concept began was started as a lawyer's directory. So I'll get a little bit more into that in future episodes as to what was happening back then. But I just kind of wanted to give you a quick preview as to some of the things that we're going to dive back into and learn about in the beginning of FLN. The one thing I definitely want to emphasize because it comes to my attention right now is my goodness, the reason why I really felt this was such a crazy and ambitious idea back in the day was that I would say comfortably three or four, three out of every four or five attorneys that I would talk to definitely were skeptical, definitely were discouraging, definitely did not feel that this was something that had the ability to take off or to permeate throughout our legal community. So it was definitely a little bit discouraging, but as you just heard from the lessons of Napoleon Hill in that book, I had reached a point and a determination in my career that it was going to happen. There was no turning back. At that point, I had invested way too much time, money, and energy in this process 
And I was definitely going to find a way to achieve that particular goal, objective, and outcome. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in future episodes. I just kind of wanted to give you a quick background and context on some of those things. All right. So that moves us right into today's networking tip for lawyers and professionals. So I will tell you that one of the most untapped and very powerful aspects of networking is keeping in touch with your existing friends, colleagues, and contacts. It is too often way overlooked and people neglect the people that they already know. And over time, they even forget how they were introduced, which is really unfortunate. If the person is a valuable contact and you can help them as they can help you, you really do have a duty and an obligation to maintain that connection. I get it. Sometimes I will hear, for example, from appellate attorneys, they don't want to meet anybody unless they are litigators. That is not a proven and prudent and wise strategy, mainly because there are many other attorneys and people that are not even attorneys that can definitely introduce you to other attorneys that litigate that may even utilize the resources and services of, for example, appellate attorneys in this example. And we find that too often people are trying to reconnect with people or in new ways, they're trying to meet people. And that's great. It gives you some diversity and you never know who you might meet. So we're not saying don't meet any new people, but don't do it at the expense and the neglect of the people that you already know. So the worst thing that can ever happen is you see a client in a restaurant or out and about at the grocery store and that client you have not seen in some time comes up to you and, oh my goodness, we haven't talked in some time. I can't believe it. What is it that you do again? First bad question. Second bad question is, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I wish I remembered that you did that because I just happened to refer a case like that to my neighbor. And, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm sure next time we will have the opportunity to connect. So don't let that happen. In fact, truthfully, I have to really practice what I'm talking about here now because I recently got a call from a client that I had not heard of in over 10 years. And mainly that was because of the start of this particular outstanding network and program. But I really did have a duty and an obligation to stay in touch with those clients that I had cultivated and nurtured throughout many years in practice and still continue to do that. But it reminded me really how crucial and critical it is to stay connected throughout one's career, whether you're sending greeting cards during the holidays, whether you're sending email newsletters once or twice a month, or whether you're keeping in touch with them on social media, uh, you've got to be able to do that. In fact, another great idea is to have client appreciation days. And even if all your clients don't come, you could do something once a quarter, invite your clients to your place of business, and you could divide your contact list into four equal parts and, you know, divide 25% in each quarter. And, you know, you're never going to get 100% attendance. So it's definitely something to consider. So that is today's networking tip for our lawyers and attorneys and professionals out there. 
And that brings us right into our specific announcements today. Nothing really too specific, but if you have not already done so, we encourage you to make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified anytime the new episodes come out. And like I said, we are going to be launching and dropping those every Friday at 10 a.m. And hopefully we'll stay as consistent as we can about doing that. And if you definitely find some great information and content. We encourage you to share it with your friends, colleagues, and contacts out there. And also, if you'd really like to start and discuss starting a chapter, an FLN chapter in your neck of the woods and be recognized as a leader in your legal community uh, to be part of a much bigger and exciting organization, definitely reach out to us. We'll be happy to speak with you about the powerful and profitable opportunities available. And you can connect with us at FLN at FloridaLawyersNetwork.com. So these are the final thoughts and comments from today's episode of the FLN podcast. If you would like to be a guest or sponsor on the FLN podcast, go ahead and visit FLNpodcast.com for the latest and greatest information on doing so. In fact, really part of the goals and objectives of this podcast is to get these underlying and foundational episodes in place get some momentum, get some subscribers, get some information out there about the podcast and the episodes that we've got in place so that once we start to interview our FLN members about business development, about networking, about their particular areas of law, we're going to get a chance to have a much wider, broader audience by the time we do that. So we'll really hit the ground running when that time comes. So Remember, as we quickly review the message of the day we talked about earlier, that developing that Bernie desire is essential to achieving your goals and objectives out there. You want to take those six essential steps that we covered in this episode, and I promise you, you will be able to overcome and achieve any goal or objective that you set out to achieve. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give this opportunity to thank you for tuning in to this powerful, exciting, captivating, enthusiastic, and entertaining podcast. And on that note, make it a great day, make it a great week, make it a great month, and we'll see you back here next time, everybody. Thanks again. Over and out.